As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. And welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, Andrew, and Alexis. Thank you guys very much for supporting the show. We really, really appreciate it. And if you love Disney Assembled and would like to help us out by becoming a member, just go to our website, DisneyAssembled.com. And scroll down and click the Become a Member button. You can join those guys over there on our Patreon where you could benefit from getting some exclusive member episodes such as Disney Reassembled, Marvel Assembled. And of course, when we're going to do some Star Wars themed uh, member content soon. And so, yeah, check it out. We'd love to have you. If you would like to become a member, we'd love to have you over there. Thank you very much for that. And if you're looking for additional great Disney content, including other wonderful podcasts and Disney music, Head on to over to Magic of the Mouse Radio. Magic of the Mouse Radio is available 24-7-365. Go to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and scroll down and click the icon for Magic of the Mouse Radio. Or you can just do a search for them online. Just do a search, Magic of the Mouse Radio. Yeah, and you'll find them. It's very good stuff. You'll find us on Magic of the Mouse Radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. All right. Mimi, whew, that was a big intro. I'm glad that's over. I can breathe now. So this week marks the final chapter in a three-part series that we laid out. You know, we, we organized a few weeks ago where we began by listing what we came up with as the 25 most influential Disney and Disney animation characters. We also listed the 25 most influential Pixar characters last week. This week, we're wrapping up that conversation with what are we doing tell our friends we combined the list and now we have a list of top 25 most influential characters overall and you described influential pretty good the other day as we were talking about it recently and i think what you were saying is like the most iconic the ones that are sort of when you think of disney these are the characters that pop in your head the most and and i think you and i are on the same page there because when i think of influential i think about the characters that have had Huge impacts on either merchandising, uh, marketing, uh, whose you know items sell all the time still, who have made great influence on park attractions, whether that's you know whether it's a ride or a show or a restaurant, you know they just sort of like you said iconic Disney characters maybe even had huge impacts on pop culture and the way people see Disney. So we're really excited to get to this episode, right? We shared everyone. Our 25, right? They may have a different 25. This is our list of what we think are the top 25 most influential characters from Disney animation and Pixar. However, before we get into that, 
we do need to have this week's Disney dad joke of the week. Oh, boy. Mimi. Donald Duck. Mm-hmm. My, probably my favorite character. I go back and forth between Donald and Goofy, but I lean a lot towards Donald. He's probably going to be on our list somewhere. Um, one of the character traits of Donald is that he gets angry, right? I mean, he's, he's angry, right? Very easily. Always getting frustrated. And that's sort of you know, what leads to all the hijinks with Donald. However, there's one thing that Donald really doesn't get upset about. He never gets upset about a broken pencil. He just thought it was pointless. <laughs> get it? Yeah. Pointless. Broken pencil. Donald not getting Okay. There you go. That's this week's Disney Day of the Week. Not a good one, but hey, one nonetheless. Good effort. If you have one that you'd like us to consider using for the show, please shoot us an email, disneyassembled at gmail.com, or leave us a message on our socials, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all at Disney Assembled. All right, Mimi, we have our list, 25, sitting right here in front of us, as clear as day. You wrote it. You have such good handwriting. If I had written this list, I we, we'd have been it. in trouble, right? Yeah. So we're going to start. We, we don't have them really in any order, No, per yeah, se. it's just kind of... Uh, Here's the list and right. take with like, I'm not going to I'm not going to try and argue that one is more influential than the other, because like, I think they're all kind of at the same level with the exception of like Mickey. Right. You know, because well, maybe like, Donald and Minnie, they all influence. Well, we're giving away the name of the list. But we shouldn't they all influence the parks and the franchise in different ways. Absolutely. But I think all relatively in the same manner of you know, whatever, yeah. iconic. Yeah. Um, so why don't we start off? Won't you yeah, you want to get started at the bottom of our list? Yeah, go for it. Yeah. So number 25, we have Belle from Beauty and the Beast. And I, you were kind of like so-so on Belle. But like, here's the thing. As, okay, so Belle is one of the most popular cosplays that I see like anywhere. And maybe that's just the algorithm like kicking Belle cosplays out to me, but I see them everywhere. Little girls to this day, like still dress up as Belle. Little boys dress up as Belle. Like, People like has withstood the test of time, which like not that it's been super long. It's been like whatever, 30 years movie came out in the 90s, but still like like the movie could have died within 30 years. You know what I mean? And she has a restaurant. She walks around the parks a lot. People also like to see the contrast of like book bell and like princess bell, you know, right? the village bell versus the you know princess costume bell. Right. Right. Yeah. And yeah. she's just everywhere. Like Belle is iconic and one of the most recognizable characters, one of the most recognizable princesses, I think, that has ever come out of Disney. Also, the film itself is fantastic, like just the music and everything about it. Like people love Be Our Guest. You know, people love Tales All This Time or whatever. Right. And yeah. they've had two movies, the live action and the animated versions of Beauty and the Beast. So, yeah, Belle, extremely influential, very popular, sells a lot of merch. Yeah, I would agree with you. Belle making the list for 25 most influential right. characters, certainly there. All right. Number 24 on our list, we're going to switch. We're going to go over to the Pixar side. We have a Pixar character that made the list here at 24, and it's Miguel from Coco. Yeah. So Coco as a film was a hit. People love Coco, people love the music, people love just the general like art and aesthetic of the movie. And I know that because they talk about it all the time at my school. But also Miguel has made his way into the Mexican v- pavilion or like oh, wait, Mexican no, no. area. Yeah, over on Epcot. Yeah. In Epcot. Yeah. Coco, there's a lot of Coco stuff there, which I really like. I think there's going to be more Coco stuff coming out of there. I think they're going to rebrand the three Caballeros, but we're not 
Yeah, no, one's really, no one's quite ready to talk about it yet. Yeah. But well, they um, also have the Miguel character that's sort of the puppet that walks around right. playing the guitar. And they have the 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 actual costumed character, Miguel, that goes around. Right. And Miguel was given a gold statue. He's one of the gold right. 50 statues that have come out for the 50th anniversary. So Miguel's been getting a lot of love lately. Coco is a fantastic film. Yeah. And I don't know how much merch Coco sold, so, sold, sold, but. I do know that Miguel is one of the most loved. Now, I may have just made a mistake. I said switching over to the Pixar star. I don't think Coco was a Pixar film. No, it is. Is Coco Pixar? Yeah. I thought Coco was Disney animation. No, it's definitely Pixar. Coco was Pixar? Definitely Pixar. Okay, I'm sorry about that. So, yeah, definitely Miguel makes our list from the. That's right. It is, it is Pixar. All right. All right. My, my mistake. Right. Okay, 23. Yeah. Number 23. You go for this one. Another princess, we have Ariel. Yeah, Ariel was huge back in the for the renaissance of Disney animation. See, I wasn't there. You have to tell me. Yeah, in the in the sort of the early 90s, that period of time where you had these films that came out that really brought Disney animation movies back into the forefront, you know, that you cannot over you can't overstate how influential The Little Mermaid was. And they sell merch. Like The Little Mermaid sells merch. Maybe not like costumes as much but other things like people like are chomping at the bit well, for there more was, Little Mermaid there was merch. such a huge demand in the parks that Ariel have appearances that they created in big areas for her they, they they designed things the movie was absolutely enormously popular and you know Ariel as a character you know when you meet the princesses you know is one of the more fun princesses to me she I mean she's got is. the red hair Mermaid Ariel as well, well as I think so. Ariel. I think I you think used to be able can. to meet her in the ground. And of course, there's they have two attractions for Ariel: one in Fantasyland in the Magic Kingdom, and one in Disney's California Adventure. Right, you can yes. go under the sea with Ariel and friends. So yeah, Ariel extremely popular, extremely influential. The music, and, uh, yeah. as well. Just like when you think of Disney music, you think of like I said, Belle be our guest, but also Little Mermaid under the sea part of your world you're like it's these are iconic staples of disney music and it's incredibly important that it, that that is mentioned absolutely so ariel makes our list at number 23 and again these aren't ranked in any particular order they just she just happens to be written next to number 23 right on our list right who is written next to number 22 snow white and i know that this is this could be argued that like snow white isn't super popular anymore she's not around the parks as much she doesn't sell as much merchandise which like you're probably right like she's probably a very average character on those levels but she was the very first animated feature film character to come out of disney and i think that that is really important because she is what's she is the reason that the other ones exist snow white is the lead character is the name character of the movie that really launched the disney empire if not for the success of snow white there would not have been the disney that we know today and of course right, and snow white like, all the money they had on snow white and the seven dwarves and then just prayed that it didn't like flop right and you know of course Snow White did succeed and it was very popular and, you know, award winning film. Snow White is still present. I mean, people see Snow White, they know who Snow White is, you know, still very popular princess and very much still used. And you could wrap the seven dwarves in there, too, because the seven dwarves are used a lot for marketing and merchandising. And they had the mine train. I would argue that the seven dwarves are more popular and more iconic than Snow White herself. But But, that is also a controversial Hot take that does not need to be discussed on this show. But Snow White has attraction in in uh, Disneyland. Seven on my train. No, in Disneyland. 
So Enchanted it's Scary Adventure. Wish, the Enchanted Wish, scary right? Adventure. And so, yeah, Snow White, very influential character on Disney, very important character in the history of Disney. So she makes our list. All right. Written next to number 21 on our list is actually a group of characters, The Incredibles. Back to Pixar. Yeah, The Incredibles. So you were also kind of so-so on The Incredibles, but like... I love The Incredibles, don't get me wrong. The Incredibles was like mutually decided by everyone who loves Disney and loves Pixar that it was the best film for a really long time. Everyone loved The Incredibles the same way people loved Toy Story. And people waited 14 years for a sequel and then continue. And then once the sequel came out, it like broke records. Right. And like people love this movie so much and are obsessed with it and wanted to see more that they waited and they begged for 14 years for a sequel, which I think itself says a lot. Um, do they sell a ton of merch in the parks? No, but they have a roller coaster in California Adventure, the Incredicoaster. And they also pretty pop. Well, Mr. and Mrs. Incredible are pretty popular face characters. You don't see as much Dash and Violet and Jack-Jack. But Mr. and Mrs. Incredible are definitely present in the park and people like to meet them because they do those like little dance battle things, which I don't know they do that anymore, but they definitely used to. The Incredibles are used in a lot of areas. The film The Incredibles is used in a lot of areas. It's still very popular for merchandising and marketing of Disney. Uh, I agree with you. They have... Uh, a big presence in Disney parks in some way, shape or form, all of them in, in one way or another. And yeah, it was a, just an incredibly influential film for Pixar uh, as part of the, the Disney you know, universe, right? The Disney Pixar universe, you know, sort of it came, you know, it had Toy Story, Toy Story 2 came out. There was Monsters, Inc., which was very successful. There was actually Finding Nemo. It came out, I think, before The Incredibles or right, right before like The Incredibles. The smash so, hits of Pixar are Toy Story. Finding Nemo and The Incredibles. Right. And like, that's kind of all there is to so it. So The Incredibles, very influential. The Incredicoaster still there. Jack-Jack's cookie num-nums. Gotta get the cookie num-nums. I think Jack-Jack stands alone as a character and doesn't need to be, like, not as an influential character, but just as his own entity. But that's different. I think we can leave him in here if we want to include him in this list. At yeah. Number 21 That's fine. All right. Written next to number 20, a character that has become increasingly more influential as the days have gone on and the years have gone on. And that is. Oh, me? Tiana. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Kind of threw a curveball there. So Tiana is. Something special, like something about Tiana sets her apart from the different from the other princesses, not just like her film. In her character, but like the way her influence has grown over the past years, I feel like it's not something that you see super often, if you know what I mean. Like it's either a smash hit or it's not. And while Tiana was wildly popular and people love the film, she didn't really gain the traction that she deserved until like two, three years ago, right? And then they were like Splash Mountain redo. I think Tiana themed. Well, I think the movie is fantastic. First of all, the music is awesome. The film is great. Oh, she's a she's my favorite princess. And people could not wait to see Tiana. Like getting Tiana in the parks for for people to meet was very important. I mean, I remember how people like could not wait for Tiana to make an appearance in the park. She's my favorite princess to meet. I love her. Fantastic. She's great personality. Great princess to meet in the park. And of course, Splash Mountain being rethemed for Princess and the Frog. And I think a lot of it has to do with the popularity of Tiana. We hope to get that Tiana's restaurant at some place soon. Tiana's place. We love to be able to eat there. But yeah, Tiana, number 20 on our list. All right. Number 19 is a character that that is representing their whole film, if you know what I'm saying. 
So 19, we have Simba. And I put Simba because Simba is the main character of The Lion King. But if I could, I would put like like any other character could be subbed out, if you know what I'm saying. The Lion King was the smash hit that Disney Animation created. Like, like Lion King was, is enormous. It sells merchandise. It's one of the most popular films. People love it. People love the music. Rafiki has grown in popularity over at um, Animal Kingdom. But I, what I think really is different than from, right, in Lion King scenario than most other films, with the exception of like Ariel, I think, is Simba and the Lion King have, or and Belle have that Broadway musical, mm-hmm. which like Little Mermaid, insanely popular, incredibly successful. Beauty and the Beast, in- incredibly successful. But the Lion King was that Broadway musical that everyone just fell in love with. And there's shows at the parks for Lion King that are very, very popular and very well done as well. Like Lion King is iconic in of itself. So therefore Simba is iconic and needed to be on the list. I agree. I think the, the influence of Lion King and and is huge. I like the Lion King. I, I wouldn't say it's my favorite film, but certainly I appreciate it. It's very good and I know why people love it. So yeah, Simba as a representative, maybe because we did talk about this when we did when we right, added Simba on the originalist. Right. We had to pick. I mean, we couldn't have a list without some Lion King representation, right. and we felt that Simba put, was probably I best. I could argue that we could have put Rafiki instead because Rafiki has or Pumba a face and character. Who's in the other one? Timon. Tim, Timon and Pumba. Yeah, because Rafiki is really cool to yep. me in All right. Animal Kingdom. Okay, eighteen. Elsa and Anna. Just right into it. Frozen. And I think that's all that really needs to be said about Elsa and Anna's placement on this list. Frozen was, I don't even have the words to describe it. It was the place that Frozen and Elsa and Anna have, not just in Disney, but the influence it had on pop culture and the music from those films and, and just the whole spectacle of it. And I mean, absolutely fantastic films. I mean, they completely took over the, Norway exhibit right. in, in Epcot. Um, again, the lines and the the, the desire and the need to, uh, for people to meet the characters in the parks. I mean, Frozen has had a huge influence on Disney. And of course, Elsa and Anna, the main characters in Frozen. Of course, you know, there's Elsa Olaf and, Anna. and all the characters that are fun. But Elsa and Anna, absolutely the impact they made in the merchandise and the the costumes and oh goodness. Yeah. It's hard to, Elsa it's hard to understand. Had little girls aged four to 11 in the palm of their hands for like four years after the movie came out. And I think that the, just that says so much. Look, Zootopia had a frozen joke in it where right. the guy says, just let it go. Right. You know, like I mean, frozen? when you have a Disney film that was so influential that a separate Disney film from a uses it from a different studio uses Zootopia a line from Pixar, it as a punchline to a joke. Yeah. No, I think Zootopia was just regular oh. Disney. Yeah. But yeah, Elsa and Anna it hugely influential an instant classic. Yeah, they like, got to be on frozen is going to go down in history. as just like one of those films that like everyone's going to see, like it's going to be like, it's going to be like, Ferris Bueller, like Breakfast Club. Like, it's going to be one of those movies that just, you got to see Frozen. So, regardless of if you like. Yeah, got to see it. Okay. All right. 17, Nemo. So, we have Nemo on the list. Yeah. And, you know, at first I didn't think Nemo should have been on the list, but then I started thinking. 
you know, there's a submarine rides in Disneyland. We're not fans. If you listen to the show, you know, we're not fans, but they do have a ride there. We do have a ride. They have the living seas with Nemo and friends and Epcot, which is my ride. that I get all teary eyed on with you. And turtle talk with crush turtle talk with crush Nemo influence. You know, there's shows at the Disney parks, the Nemo musicals. Of course, one is being redone and they're going to come out with a new version. But I mean, the whole point is popular shows, popular rides, popular merchandise, even though, you know, they do have merchandise, right? Spinoff, you know, popular, very popular um, spinoff movie, Finding Dory came out of that. So... Nemo was hugely influential. I would also say, add to that, you can't go to an aquarium without seeing a blue tang or a clownfish be like, oh, look, it's Nemo and Dory. You can't go anywhere. Every mom and dad is saying, oh, look, it's Nemo. Oh, look, it's Dory. Every kid, every teenager, every adult, every grandparent, everyone looks at a clownfish. It's like, oh, look, it's Nemo. Like, come on. You're right. So, yeah, the influence of Nemo, just in general, is huge. Yeah. And so the more we thought about it, we're like, yeah, Nemo's got to be on this list. Yeah. All right. 16, number 16 was I one. I want to explain away. It was a little controversial in our in our okay. conversation. Well, because I said it and you were like, that's stupid. Anyway. I didn't 16, say it was stupid. I, I just disagree. Right, I have four key. Which like you are kind of anti Toy Story 4 in general. But for, let me let me explain four key. As someone who is very into the Internet and very into like what people are talking about, and, like what is popular and what is generally mutually liked, what is trending. Forky was trending on TikTok. And like we talked about this in my art and activism class about how TikTok is going is going to be the next like big social media platform for things that like that drive trends as if it isn't already, right? People, teenagers and like kids, like whatever in the ages that are on TikTok loved Forky, took sounds from the movie to, like, make funny, like, videos. It was, like, Forky's, like, I'm trash! And, like, make funny videos, whatever. Like, TikTok loved Forky, and people would hear the audio, hear Forky, see Forky, and go see the movie. And then that prompted a whole line of Forky merchandise that people proceeded to buy. The fact of the matter is, Forky isn't popular with the target demographic for that movie, which, okay, first of all, the target demographic for that movie is the is older people who saw Toy Story when they were younger, but I'll talk about that later. But it, Forky wasn't popular with, like, six-year-olds. Forky was popular with, like, teenagers because we thought he was funny and relatable and we bought his merchandise and you can still buy his merchandise in the park. And that is why I think Forky should be on this list. And from my point of view, I heard all that argument and I just didn't have a good counter argument. So I was like, fine, put Forky on the list. Because <laughs> there is no counter argument. Forky brought people to the theaters and brought people to Disney.com, shopdisney.com to buy stuff. That's Which, like, from a business perspective, you don't care how you're making money as long as you're making it. And if this thing, if this fork with googly eyes is making you money, you're going to keep producing it. Forky is on the list. And Forky had some shorts on Disney Plus, And we talked about that when we put him on our original list. And so, yeah, Forky... Forky is influential. For right now, we're going to keep Forky on the list. Teenagers and yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. Well, there you go. All right. So we're getting ready to do the final fifteen. We've gone through ten of our twenty-five. We're getting ready to do. Not that that means anything. It right. just they're not in any order. <laughs> right. We we make that sound like it's some kind of big huge order. And so yeah. So let's jump into our final fifteen. At number fifteen, we have Mary Poppins. So 
I wanted Mary Poppins on this list because I think the music and the film, you know, is generally regarded by many, many people as the best Disney film ever. Yeah. Mary Poppins. Film majors like Mary Poppins, and that says a lot. Music is fantastic. Hugely, hugely influential in terms of the park and the feel and sort of the Disney vibe. Um, Mary does have meet and well, we don't do meet and greets anymore, but you can meet Mary in the I parks, love right? Mary. Yeah. So yeah, Mary's got her white outfit on, she's got her little parasol, she's walking around, you know. So so yeah, I mean Mary I Poppins is hugely Mary influential. Poppins, I think Mary Poppins is on this list because of our like direct bias for her but that's fine like does she have any like real presence in the park besides her face character absolutely not but is she mary poppins yes and that's why she's on the list yeah mary poppins is on the list i mean certainly saving mr banks is a movie that movie is so good. so good um and then of course mary poppins is great and and then they had well they had that other one mary poppins returns but we're not gonna talk about that all right with emily blunt she's <laughs> married to the guy that played jim on the office yeah, right. Whose name is escaping me right now? John Krasinski. Yeah, him. All right, number 14 on mm-hmm. our list. Actually, 14 and together. Yeah, 14 and 13. 14 and 13 <laughs> are sort of related, together. right? They kind of go together. We we split them up. And yeah, they, so and 14 is Mater and 13 is Lightning McQueen. And Lightning McQueen Again, I can't really explain this one. It just kind of is. It just Cars, just that's it. Was it a good film? Absolutely not. No, no, it wasn't a bad film, but it wasn't a great film. But the point is, in terms of toy sales, merchandise, right? Seeing the cars, cars oh, land yeah. in California, Radiator Springs race. The whole area was designed after cars, and of course, Mater and Lightning. Mater had all the Mater shorts. I mean, and Mater has there his was own ride. so right. It was so much cars related you know, items that were brought into the Disney universe. I mean, just hugely influential. I mean, you can't think of Pixar and not think of cars and not think of cars. Yeah. So I think earlier earlier that I said the Pixar, the major Pixar influential films were Toy Story, Incredibles and Nemo. Nemo. And I forgot about cars, but cars cars is definitely like that cars, in my opinion, I don't like Cars. I will not watch it with you if you ask me to watch it with you. But it's sold so much stuff and they have their own dedicated like area in the park. And that's just whatever. It's yeah. yeah Lightning McQueen Mater. Absolutely. Lightning McQueen and Mater. We're going to do number 12 now. In number 12, we're going to go back to the princess side with Cinderella. Cinderella. So Cinderella has the castle and the blue dress and the live action movie and Prince Charming and the restaurant and all this other stuff. Like I could just go on. Like Cinderella is like the staple princess, like the iconic princess of Disney and of Disney animation. And I think that that is just kind of it. She's the core of the Disney princesses. She's always in the middle. Like when you Google Disney princesses and there's like a picture of all them in a line, she's in the middle. Yeah. I think when you you think of a Disney princess, Cinderella comes on, even though Cinderella's a character, I mean, she was very kind to everyone, even her family that was really rude to her. But yeah, I think when people think Disney princess, they think Cinderella. Cinderella's got the big castle in Florida, the Magic Kingdom. So yeah, I think you, you can't, you can't talk about Disney princesses without talking about Cinderella. Right. When people say, I feel like a princess, they mean, I feel like Cinderella. And it just makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Number 11 on our list is Goofy. Yeah. So now we're getting in, we bring well, in one of the f- fabulous with, five. With 10, we have Pluto, Goofy and Pluto. Well, but they're, they're not really yeah, tied but they're in like together. The, they're in like that group. They're in that group. Yeah. But, you know, we'll talk about Goofy this time. So Goofy. Goofy has the shorts. One of the most lovable characters to meet in the park. 
ha- is one of the main characters in Mickey Minnie's Runaway Railway. 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 I don't. I Minnie One Way Railway. Goofy has uh, features a lot in the new Mickey shorts, and I just. He's Goofy. He's one yeah. of the main six. Yeah, most the people love four. Goofy. He's one of the top characters everyone loves. Meeting him, he's lots of fun. He's like, you know, just a great. I love the shorts, the Mickey, the Goofy shorts, and yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't think of, you know, the the Fabulous Five, Goofy, the certainly four. the core four. <laughs> yeah, he's definitely there. All right, that brings us to number ten on our list, and I think you just mentioned number ten, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, Pluto. Pluto. All right. What do you have to say about Pluto? He's Mickey's dog. Yeah, that's it. Pluto's Mickey's dog. He can be in the park. He has his own shorts. He's, he's lots fun. of fun. That's about it. That's I mean, a, you know, Pluto. He's, Pluto he's got Mickey's a gold dog. statue. I mean, Pluto is is iconic. He's iconic Disney Pluto. Yeah. I mean, he's a lovable dog. He's Disney is Mickey's loyal friend. So, yeah, there you go. Pluto. Yeah. All right. We're getting into the top nine. But before we do that, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with the nine most influential characters from Disney and Pixar. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. This is Troy. We just wanted to pause here for just a moment to say thank you. You know, Mimi and I started this show back in 2020 during the pandemic. And since then, we have been so thankful for all the people who have tuned in to listen to our show each week provided us feedback over on Apple Podcasts, or sent us messages on our socials or emails. We really do appreciate it, and it means the world to us. We love sitting down each week and having this conversation, and we love having the ability to share it with you. We certainly hope it brings a smile to your face and some joy into your life. If you have an opportunity, we'd really appreciate getting some feedback from you. An email would be fantastic, letting us know what you like, what you'd like to see more of or hear more of, and ideas for future shows. You can also shoot us a message on our socials at Disney Assemble on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And of course, if you really love the show and are motivated to do something really cool and extra for us, we would love to have you join us over on Patreon. Just go to our website, DisneyAssemble.com, scroll down to the Become a Member button, and click there. Thanks for your consideration. We really do appreciate it. We hope you enjoy the rest of the show. And until next time, I'll see you real soon. Okay, we're back after that quick break, and we are now in our top nine. And we say top nine because these are just the ones we wrote next to numbers one through nine. Right. right. Again, we're not really ranking these things. So, Well, I think from like five up is probably right. Some kind of ranking, possibly. Yeah. But yeah. Not, not like a very loose, like yeah. a very loose. Certainly not scientific. Yes. Right. But these are the ones that, these are the top nine. The nine that we have listed. All right. Wait. What do we wait. have? What do we wait for what? <gasps> oh, I'm being blasted again. Okay. This okay. isn't a, this isn't a Star Wars show. Put the blaster. Okay, away. number All nine. Right, number nine. Genie from Aladdin, Robin Williams. But that's not why Genie's on this list. Genie is very uh, relevant in marketing for Disney. They kind of use Genie in passing when it comes to certain things. But Genie Plus is the new thing that's gone to Disneyland and Disney World. Disney World <laughs> for park passes and stuff. So Genie is obviously very um, important, important enough to the point where he got the system named after him. Also, people buy Genie stuff. I don't know if people support Genie because they like Genie or because they like Robin Williams, but either way, Genie's making money. Genie is popular. Right. Genie's fun to meet in the parks. Genie is right. Well, Genie is Genie is a popular character. It was Robin Williams who brought him to life. Did such a fantastic job of voicing Genie, and Genie is. 
among people's most popular characters. I mean, some people may forget about Genie when they think about who's your favorite character, but if you really think, you know, Genie could be really high on people's lists. I mean, yeah, very true. And of course, Genie's always walking around. We saw him in Hollywood studios when we were there recently. So yeah, very influential character. Probably the most memorable character. I don't know. Jasmine and Aladdin no, are really definitely cool. Definitely the most memorable but character out of Genie, Aladdin. Genie, the most fun character by far. I think in if Aladdin. you say, like you mentioned how people might forget about Genie in ranking the favorite characters. That's I think that's true. But if you say, Oh, well, I really like Genie, they're like, Oh yeah, I love Genie, I love Robin Williams, and then you know, whatever. Of course. Um yeah, so Genie. like the Nemo fish thing. I think so. I think you're right. I think if you mention Genie, people are like, oh, yeah, I forgot about Genie. And then they put Genie way up high on their list. Right. So, yeah, but we didn't forget Genie. No, we didn't. He not. came in and he rewrote him down next to number nine. So, seven right. and eight. Seven and eight together. sort of go together, right? So, eight, we have Woody and Matt. And seven, we have Buzz. And go. Right. So, yeah, we had Buzz and Woody on our Pixar I'm list. Sorry. Buzz and Woody, probably the most influential Pixar characters, we think. You know, they are the OG Pixar characters. I mean, Toy Story, you know, was the film that launched all of that, right? Four films now in the Toy Story, plus all the shorts, plus a huge Toy Story land. And, of course, a lot of Toy Story over in California Adventure and Pixar Pier. So, yeah, I mean, Buzz and Woody, you know, lots of merch, lots of costumes. Um I mean, yeah, what else Woody, can you say about it? I mean, Woody really, they're everywhere. Woody and Buzz. Are the... Space friend. Ranger Spin and... But Woody and Buzz not only have Astro sections Blasters. of the park, they sell merchandise. People love the movies. People love the costumes. People cosplay them. People, they just... They're Woody and Buzz. They're iconic. They are the iconic Pixar characters. They're the best friendship. Right. They're, it's Right. And right when you walk the, in Toy Story, you can see a giant Woody right there. Toy Story is historic. That it's didn't classic. Come out, right? <laughs> Toy Story is historic. It's classic. It will go down in history as one of the best films of all time. Yeah. And Woody and Buzz are what make that movie so lovely. Absolutely. I love Buzz and Woody as a, as a duo. They're great characters. They're lots of fun. So, yeah, they have to be on the list. Oh, Very yeah. influential. All right. We're getting down closer to the top. We're, in, we're up to number six. So number six, I think, could be debated. But I'm just going <laughs> to I'm going to explain. So number six, we have Winnie the Pooh. And I know that we have a very obvious bias towards Winnie the Pooh if you've listened to the show in the past, but Winnie the Pooh has a ride in both parks. The characters, you can meet them. They're so much fun. I love meeting Pooh and Piglet. Um, I love meeting all of them. Tigger's great fun Tigger's to meet. Tigger's so much fun. They're just, Pooh and Piglet, just Winnie the Pooh and that whole like franchise of characters are among one of the most lovable, most loved characters, I think, in across any board. But also, they made so many movies. And TV shows and, and TV, movies. Right. Like, and there's sh- yeah. so much that comes out of Winnie the Pooh. People buy Winnie the Pooh merchandise. Also, like, people who love Winnie the Pooh are extremely passionate about it, I found. Like, B is really passionate about Winnie the Pooh. We're mm-hmm. really passionate about Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Like, it's Winnie just, it's a very communal sort of thing. And it, I think that's why Winnie the Pooh belongs And here's something this. I saw today, believe it or not. This is the truth. I saw this today. I think it's in England somewhere. Somebody has a airbnb yes mom sent me that it's like it's a tree to me and it's Pooh's tree yeah where he lives they've they've designed and built this thing it's called a bear b&b and it's literally you can live in Pooh's house mom sent it to me she's like bucket list and i was like in the middle of english i was like oh yeah bucket list for sure there you go Pooh at number six gotta love it all right top five and who do we write down next to number five jimmy cricket Yep. And we talked, about this. We, we talked about this when we did the Disney character episode. 
excuse me, Jiminy Cricket is really popular in marketing. Jiminy Cricket has the most iconic Disney song. Jiminy Cricket just is kind of one of those characters that's always sort of behind the scenes that they can pull out whenever they need him. Um, he's just this. He's very popular to meet. In the way. He's a good character to meet in the park. I feel and to see. I feel as though Jiminy Cricket is like like a right hand man of Walt. Like I was gonna say he was like a Mickey equivalent, but I, there was something else that was gonna like come in front of equivalent so that it would make it sound less prestigious. But Jiminy Cricket feels like he belongs next to Walt Disney. He belongs next to Mickey, and like it just kind of fits. He fits in that like group of of core foundation. Well, in Pinocchio, he acts as Pinocchio's conscience, and I think. In many ways, Jiminy Cricket embodies the conscious of Disney itself. Right. You know, doing, trying to do the right thing, being good. I mean, of course, we can debate that. I mean, look, there are haters out there. There are people who point out every little negative thing about Disney. You know, of course, they're a company. They're trying to make money. And sometimes they do things that aggravate people. But the truth is, and Jiminy Cricket as a wholesome character, you know, has stood the test of time. You know, I think, you know, Jiminy Cricket is seen as a character that is more than just Pinocchio, whereas right. Pinocchio and Geppetto are just, Pinocchio. just Pinocchio. And that's why I thought Jiminy Cricket belonged next to Walt Disney. Yeah. He's just the conscience of the, of the company and, and what I think. That's rep- right. I think of all the characters, Jiminy Cricket represents what the goal is, what the mission statement is. Sure. Yeah. Now, number four is certainly a character that has become sort of, I mean, Whatever next to Mickey, to next to Mickey, maybe one of the most iconic characters in terms of recognition of Disney and marketing of Disney and advertising and everything else. And that is Tinkerbell. Oh, Tinkerbell yeah. is freaking everywhere. Talk she about a character everywhere. She's in the show. She's in the movie. She's in the parades. She's in the fireworks show. She's in the marketing. She's at the beginning of every single Disney animation film. When she does a little pixie dust over the castle, she has her own film series of films. She's in Peter Pan. You can meet her in the park. People love to dress up as her for Halloween. Tinkerbell is everywhere. And for her to not be on this list next to Mickey, I think is wrong. For a character that had zero lines of dialogue in Peter Pan and was sort of a side character in the story. P- Tinkerbell has become such a huge part of the Disney lexicon. I mean, it is iconic in Disney next to Mickey's ears. You see a silhouette of Tinkerbell, you know, I mean, when you think of a, a fairy, Tinkerbell. you think of Tinkerbell. And so completely transformative a wonderful little character. They've done a lot of really, really they cool just things. They are with. able to do whatever they, they were able to do whatever they wanted with her because she had no lines in Peter Pan. And I still, and, did, and I'm okay with that. And I still remember bringing you to Pixie Hollow to see the fairies. And of course, Tinkerbell was there along with the others that I don't remember their names. Rosetta. Vietta. Who? Vietta. What's a Vietta? Rosetta. Rosetta? Violet. No, it's not Violet. It's know. like, it doesn't I have matter. to know now. Well, we went to Pixie Hollow. We got shrunk down. We met the fairies and they they blew us back up to regular size before we left, which was a good idea. So there we go. Number four on our list was the wonderful, Wait. delightful Tinkerbell. Wait, right, who are they? Where can I find them? Here we go. Right. Tinkerbell, Silver Mist, Vidya. That's what it is. Fern, Iridessa, and Rosetta. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And we met we met almost all of them. Yeah. All right. Very good. All right. Now, only three left. Most people could probably guess. Do we say them all at the same three. time? I don't think so. I think we're talking about them individually. Okay, I don't. All right, number three, we have Minnie. Minnie Mouse. So, 
you know, Minnie. Minnie. It's Minnie. She's so sweet. It's yeah. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. She's, she's in, in all the Mickey, almost all the Mickey shorts. She's Mickey's equal, which is why I think she, like, Minnie is Mickey's female counterpart. She is, like, an equal to him. She is, in everything that he is in, she has her own set of shorts. She has the boutique shorts mm. on Disney Junior. Yeah, I remember those. Those were fun. She has... You can meet her in like every outfit ever imaginable in the park, just depending on when you are and where. She's in every show. She is, it is not Mickey without Minnie. Right. It's Minnie. Yeah. So Minnie, yeah. Minnie Mouse, extremely influential, highly visible. You know who Minnie Mouse is when you, you see her? You can buy her ears. You can buy her ears. Beautiful. All right. The number two, the name listed, listed next to number two on our list was Mr. Donald Duck. Donald Fauntleroy Duck. Donald is not only Mickey's best friend, but a really solid standalone character, which is like why I think like I think Donald's a better character than Minnie, but I think Minnie is more influential than Donald. But that's also a different conversation. But Donald has his own personality. He's got his own set of shorts. He's got his own like kind of family sort of community built up, which you don't really see with Mickey and Minnie. Like Mickey and Minnie are their, are their own thing. But Donald has like nephews and uncles and brothers and like he's got like a family tree going on which is like why it's able to it's easier to follow his storyline um he is recognizable he's funny he's angry he's donald yeah we love donald and at one point donald was actually more popular than mickey mouse i think back in the 1940s donald was really i mean with all the donald shorts that came out which are fantastic i think the donald shorts and the goofy shorts are just absolutely wonderful like i love watching all of them so yeah, Donald Duck, you, I mean, again, one of the, you know, Fab Five, you know, the Essential Six or the Core Four. The Core Four, the core Mickey, four. Donald, Minnie, and Goofy. All right. And of course, number one on our list, he's the first one we wrote down. And probably if we were being truthful, if we were ranking them would be number one is, of course. Finding Nemo Submarine Voyage. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense in the context of the conversation. <laughs> And you still found a way to bring it in. Mickey Mouse. It's Mickey Mouse. Of course, it's Mickey Mouse. You Mickey know. Mouse is the reason everything is here the way it is today. He is Walt's own creation, Walt's own love. He's just, he's Mickey. Right. There's nothing else to say. He's, Mickey Mouse is one of the- He is in everything. Absolutely most recognizable even, character on the planet. And even, in yeah. even in stuff he doesn't belong in, in shows and movies and belong in, he's in there. There are hidden Mickeys in like random Pixar films. Right. I mean, He's people, everywhere. I mean, Mickey Mouse, a completely influential, supremely influential, embodies everything. And he changed pop Disney. culture, that too. Pop Not culture, just Disney, like everything. everything. Absolutely. Right. I mean, Mickey Mouse is just, it, it, it's, you know, what do you say? I mean, how much weight? I'll start with a mouse. Our list started with a mouse three weeks ago. And our list ends with a mouse. And Disney ends with a mouse. Right. When they, a mouse eats everything in the parks and Disney is just over. What? I don't know. What are you talking about? Well, the company started with a mouse. So I thought it should end with a mouse. Uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. future, just like a mouse comes in like a giant mouse. Radioactive and like eats everything. mouse. Okay. All right. Whatever. Yeah, I guess so. I don't know. Yeah. Mickey Mouse, of course, makes our list written down. Number one, first name on the list. Can't miss it. Got to be there. Oh, yeah. Mickey Mouse. So. All right. So there we go. Those are our 25 most influential characters from both Disney Animation, Disney Studios, and Pixar. Yes. So this wraps up a three-episode arc. A trilogy. A trilogy, even. Yeah. I've had a lot of fun talking about these. We are the Star Wars 
trilogy sequel. This is the OG. I think we've probably done trilogies before. We just didn't call them Have that. we? I don't know. We have to look back and see. Maybe do some Disney reassembled for our patrons. If you guys have any characters that you think we missed or any critiques to our list, feel free to send us an email with that information and just your general thoughts at DisneyAssembled at gmail.com or you can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter all at DisneyAssembled. Also, if you're going to be sending us messages, you may also want to consider sending us a message with a story. We're still collecting what the stories. So we want to do Disney Assemble Presents What The which is a series that we want to bring to our podcast where we present weird, unusual, or just downright, you know, unbelievable stories of what people have seen, heard of, or maybe even done themselves in a Disney park. So send us a what the story and we consider using it or telling it on the store, maybe getting in touch with you and having you tell the story to us. It would be lots of fun. We'd love to hear that. Yeah. All right, Mimi. And all our information for Patreon is on our website, DisneySymbol.com. Right. Go to DisneySymbol.com. You can find our membership there. You can look for our T Public store there. If you want to wear some of our merch, we'd really appreciate that. And of course, as always, if you go to the bottom of our show notes, you can click a link and leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you if you are so inclined to use your voice to give us a message. We'd love to hear from you. All right. Mimi, there we go. Another oh, yeah. episode down. Right. High five. Excellent. Very good. Now we got to get started on next week's. Actually, you got to go babysitting. Yeah. Right yeah. You got to go babysitting and I got to start preparing for next week's show. All right. This has been lots of fun. Thank you yep. for joining. Love it. Yep. All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Tell your friends. And until next time, see, see you real soon. soon.